0: Yeah! <laughs> oh my we are back welcome into the fourth and forever podcast after a brief hiatus uh, we are back and differenter than ever uh, one thing that does remain the same, however, is that we're still hosted by myself, Stuart Bothwell, and, no, he's not dead yet, Darren Butter. How's it hanging, Darren?
1: It's good. Good. Yes.
0: I, I am glad. Uh, we are uh, celebrating this return with, uh, w- with a whiskey. Yes. Just just putting that one out there. A, fi- a fine whiskey, Cardrona's finest. They just hatched. Yes. Uh, only a three-year-old, but uh, I'm, I'm swearing by this stuff, it is Excellent legit it's legit too legit to quit it's too legit to quit Uh, cheers me down thank you very much um if you if you want some get onto it real quick because they're going to stop making it soon so get it in well before christmas anyway i don't work for uh distillery (laughs) Uh, i don't work for the fourth and forever podcast either but uh, that is what we're here to do so uh, we have rehashed the formula a bit and we're just kind of going to do whatever we fancy because basically i don't have the time to deep dive into every team on every game anymore and do all the all the legwork in advance so we've kind of just spoken about it and we just think we're gonna just jump on in talk we want to talk about yeah yeah just kind of talk some shit but i mean that's not to say that i haven't or also uh you know, done a little bit of legwork. I've just kind of looked through saying, like, oh, yeah, as a little reminder to myself, this is what each team's done and things like that. So, I'm kind of just gonna shout at you initially about each division, kind of just tackle what's going on there and uh, see so how we go, I guess. Yeah, go cool with that. Do you want to start with the NFC East? Well, I actually wanted to start with the NFC West, that's that we've got on the list there, but I can, I can scroll down and get to the you NFC do, East. You might need to tell me the
1: rankings. Okay, well... This is the kind of legwork like, I haven't done. Right,
0: through. I see. Okay, well, with with the NFC East, uh, the division leaders are actually the Los Angeles Rams from the NFC West, who have uh, played <laughs> played all four teams in that division, beat all four of them, and, um, yeah, the, the only team behind them there is the Dallas Cowboys, who have won two games, lost four, they have conceded 218 points to this point, which is the worst since the league merger.
1: <laughs> it was actually like the worst since the forward pass, from the look of it. It was like when they put the the screen up, it was like 1948. Effectively, yeah. I think there was
0: maybe like some team in the 50s or something like that. But when you consider the sort of teams that have been involved in the league over that time, like, you know, the historically Charlton. bad... Uh, Bengals and Dolphins London. of last year, and the so Lions of 2008 football.
1: Lions that got Stafford, and yeah. the Indianapolis Colts that got luck.
0: Yep, yeah, when, the, when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were first on the scene and they were dreadful. You know, just there's a, a lot of historically bad teams, but the Cowboys are outdoing them all. Uh, what a total hot mess this division is. Um, I mean, the, the Cowboys' offense was looking great until Dak Prescott went down with that really gruesome compound fracture. Uh, which he'll be very lucky to even get back for like in good form for next season. Um, but do you reckon they can continue at home with Dalton at QB? And what needs to change in that defense?
1: Um. Well, we'll start with the defense. Jalen Smith just needs to uh, get his head out of his ass. I don't know what he's done differently this season, but he is not the same player he was last year. Used to he's be hitting- getting. Closed out every time they run. Hmm. That that touchdown for Drake right at the end. That block, he should have seen that and he got completely taken out and it was his zone, his zone coverage. He got he just gave Drake the whole field. Yeah, so
0: total mess. Like he could have got a bus through that hole and yeah. that was clearly what he should have been covering, and he just didn't.
1: So yeah. and it's the hell? same with Odell Beckham. Um Odell Beckham's uh Run around, yeah. At the end, is reach around, down. Is that what you called <laughs> it earlier? <Yeah. laughs> end around. End around, yeah. Yeah, the, um, the jet sweep, whichever he, one it was. He didn't um, cover his space and his angles on that one either, and he let Odell get all the way to the end zone. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's because Van der Rest has been out and he needs the well, partnership, like, but it's, yeah, historically,
0: like they, they didn't they seem don't to have do well Lee without one more. another. Yeah, and so now that they've got to this this point. Uh, like they're both back together they're supposed to be healthy again but I guess maybe they're trying to do too much maybe like they're also trying to cover spots from mm. other
1: deficiencies in the defense mm. like so is, is Sean Lee out because he's injured or is he out because he's like retired or opted out you're asking me this now that's uh, a big big difference mm-hmm um, uh,
0: he's it looks like he's out because it says he's making progress in some things. so injured, yeah. Uh, yeah he's had surgery and <laughs> out until at least at least mid-october It says here. Nothing Um, changes for him. So he could be back. If he comes
1: back, it should make a difference.
0: Yeah. But, um... Who'd you pull out then?
1: Who's... who's Anyone. None of them are
0: flooded. Take them both out. Change the system completely. (laughs) Bin
1: Mike Nolan. Well, Uh, Mike Nolan probably is the problem. Because... It's... The offense has obviously been scoring points up until Dalton came in. Um, Well, until
0: Dak went out. Like, I I think... give,
1: Give Dalton a little bit of time, really. Yeah. But Mike Nolan just doesn't seem to have it. Apparently, his defense, the way he coaches it, is really complicated. Mm. And, uh, there was a story today saying the Cowboys have raised concerns with mm-hmm. coaching to Jerry Jones. So. Yeah, previously internally,
0: but now it is beginning to leak out elsewhere. So, uh, just as the Mike McCarthy tenure ended in Green Bay with uh, in house upheaval, it looks like I it's happening that way as well will here.
1: Go, but I think they'll need to make adjustments, maybe mm. Kellen Moore and and Mike Nolan will have to go.
0: Oh, interesting. Especially with Kellen Moore. I mean, yeah. after him like He'd... successfully keeping that offense ticking until the whole Dalton change, but you know, give him a bit of time.
1: I think they probably will keep him. Um, but Mike Nolan's got to be feeling it. That's a ridiculous amount of points to concede, especially the gut punch of the Cooper touchdown and then straight mm. away giving up that run. Doesn't make your offense feel good. No. So, um, well, yeah. like, so you put it on me but I will put it on you like where you sound like you're at with Dalton is it's he'll come at least good enough to win this division cuz there's nothing going on they still haven't played the giants and the yeah
0: they've not played giants like like basically like I think that like the cowboys could still win this based on the fact that they have to play teams that are even worse than them yeah uh on both offense and
1: potentially in defense as well um how does this division exist i thought I... the whole point of nfl was that they have ten thousand players to pick from yeah I, and you I can't know. get this bad like in, in that division the giants are probably the best defense just saying a lot
0: yeah it really is um and like the the eagles i mean i think one statistic i heard was that that like this team are something like 2 15 and 1 out with their division right now which is just like almost impossible how, how can teams be that bad um, it's a question. Who's the best fit quarterback in this division? Uh, it might be Daniel Jones, because like he's not got the weapons and he's not getting all the protection. But like you see him still being on a game to game basis. Like he's got, he's making the throws, but things aren't quite coming from them. And like, you, you see, so you still see something in him, even when he's making those mistakes. Whereas like Carson Wentz has just been throwing and fumbling the ball away the entire time. Dwayne Haskins has been awful in Washington. Kyle Allen is up and down all over the place. Amazing to see Alex Smith back, by the way. I know. We've he might a... be the best quarterback in that That's what I was, I was, I was
1: about to say. That <laughs> I was, like, was going to be my hot question, is if you swapped Dalton and Smith. He would have a better record.
0: Ooh, I reckon Alex Smith would be handy with that Cowboys team. Kind of depends on how you're calling the plays for him and things, but and also we don't know, necessarily know what it's like for a guy to come back after that sort of injury and throw a football. Um, but just just to be back is absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah. Carson Wentz now he in the last game against the the. Ravens. Ravens. They did fall behind quite a bit but then they did seem to come back and he at least gave them a shot again and I think his athleticism is, is ob- still obviously there but it's more, like he's it's running for his Dalton life did. a bit more Yeah, he's, he's running for his life a bit more because of the offensive line injuries that are happening there as well uh, not ideal.
1: I, yeah, I agree I, I don't think we'll know what Dalton is until he's not 21 nil down mm. after like eight, 8 minutes or whatever it was because Zeke fumbling the ball twice. Yeah, that, Is that, that something that's going to happen every week? Probably not. You when, know? Whenever I'm watching Zeke right now, he's just making these mistakes. I think it's because there's nothing. To, people have been talking about, like, does he get traded? Mostly Fox News, because they only ever talk oh, about the again. Cowboys. But, All right, Colin Coward. But Zeke, he does seem like the kind of player that needs something to play for. Mm. And he doesn't seem like this team's, you know... He needs to, want to him, play for himself, I mean, like giving this, him enough motivation. But it's like the division is there for the taking. Like, if you can get, like they've shown in the past, that if they get to the playoffs, they're, you know, they're spiky. They're you could win this division with six wins. Yeah, and the fact that <laughs> the fact that you're going to go against probably the t- the next team down. So yeah, you're going through as a division winner. So you get. Home, it's so stupid. They'll get home field and they'll be yeah. playing against probably one of the teams that finishes near the bottom. So it's going to be an eight and eight kind of team. It might be the Eagles. You know, they might be going up against the Eagles or
0: no, no, because if the Eagles go go eight and eight, they win this division. That's, oh, okay, <laughs> that's kind yeah. of how it is right now. Yeah, like the, the Cowboys have Washington and the Eagles over the next two weeks, uh, then oh. the Steelers and then the Vikings. So like if the Cardinals and
1: Rams come in and. Pretty much, that's still to play for because if the Panthers and the Saints sneak in and the Cardinals and the Rams are in, they're games that the Cow- Cowboys could win those games mm. if they're confident.
0: The, the Cowboys but, are very close to not having any wins at all, despite the fact their offense was that great because it was that ridiculous onside recovery. Yeah. And uh, I think there's one other play and that, would, that was it, effectively. Like it was a
1: pass, pass interference, defense, pass interference. I still haven't watched that game because I of- don't like the Cowboys, yeah, <laughs> it's like come with Atlanta. The um, the you see in the baseball, the Braves gave up a 3 1 lead, so the Atlanta Braves gave up a 3 1 oh, lead man. in the semi in the conference finals
0: to be an Atlanta sports so, fan.
1: So, LA Dodgers won, and then the um, the Falcons tweeted out like straight away, like, don't at us, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair play to them for just acknowledging.
0: <laughs> I mean, you get this whole phrase of, like, game acknowledges game. Yeah. Like, what about, like, I don't know, what would you call it? Suckiness, <laughs> acknowledges suckiness acknowledges suckiness. Sad face. Oh, so bad. Um, But, yeah, that, that division is just a, a
1: total mess right now. I think it. this is the kind of division at the moment that needs, like, the athletic or you know, even the Atlantic, like a full edit- editorial of what the actual hell, how... How is it this bad? <laughs> I get Washington being bad. Players don't want to play for Snyder, and it's been a big upheaval. And yeah, they've spent a lot of money. They mm-hmm. lost a lot of money in Norman and Trent Williams not playing and having to be traded for a yeah. round pick. Like the w- w- Washington are rebuilding, and they've kind of misfired on a quarterback. And you know that you you finish bottom of your division when that shit happens. Yeah, but the Giants and the Eagles and the Cowboys should be making moves a bit more progress than they're mm. making. Like,
0: they've just been perpetually like that. <laughs> so, I mean, let's just assume that the... Actually, no, I can't make any assumptions with this division. Like, who's who's going to be the worst who's going to be the best? And then we move on.
1: Um, I think the Giants will probably end up being the worst because of their field. Mm-hmm. Their home field's horrible. It's pretty dreadful, yeah. they're probably going to get more injuries. Um, and... <sighs> Kind of want to say, it'd be a hot take. To say that I think that the Eagles are going to win this division. If it can't be a hot take in this, like it's oh. it's all just. But like I, like I, if, I, if I see Jalen, where you're coming. If from. Jalen Hurts is good, or Wentz is average. If if they play Hurts and he plays to his potential, or they play Wentz and he doesn't make terrible mistakes, they should win this division. I at think. This point. I, I think Wentz winning?
0: Wentz is going to be better. He's going to get Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey back in the next few weeks as well. That might make a difference. Uh, if he gets like some Lane
1: Johnson back, that'll make a big difference as is well. Has any player like gone through such an athletic nose dive off a cliff than Alshon Jeffrey? He seems to have gone like aged like eight years in like two years. I, I don't quite know. He's uh, he's not what he was, but
0: who knows? He might come back and improve himself again. Yeah, um, that is Enough about the NFC. Yeah, exactly. Let's quickly move on from that dumpster fire and up to uh, a far more competitive division in the NFC West. So as we're saying, the Los Angeles Rams lead that uh, NFC East division um, with four wins. Um, They've only won in the NFC East so far. They've lost their other two games. Um, Seattle's on top in this one with Big Russ playing lights out with the best wide-receiving core he's ever had. Are they the best team in the NFL right now, or is that defense too much of a
1: liability? Um... Don't know. I would say um, it's probably another kind of take, but I, I I do feel at the moment, probably once they find a bit more footing and they're kind of getting it now, I think Tampa probably player for player is the best team in the league. Wow, that that's a hot take. Cause I would if, say because Devin White's playing at his potential. Barrett, if they if Gronk runs those wheel those out routes like he's been he did in the last game. Mm, they they've got injuries and that they're certainly far from perfect. Um but Seattle've been good. So we're talking about the NFC West mm, but mm-hmm. um Seattle are there I you can't rely on Bobby Wagner and um Shaquille Griffin like right? the way they're kind of having to that that um fourth and one play was amazing. Yeah. But that's not going to happen every week. Um but If you score 30 points in the first half, then it's really hard for another team to to come back from that. Yeah, Yeah. so depends on how they want to play it. But I think if um, Carson can't find the find the the open field and give them a bit more time on, like you know, time to rest and defense Mm -hmm. to rest, and if they're going into shootouts, then it's dangerous because you're getting into that Rams Chiefs territory of needing to steal plays, Mm -hmm. and I think. The other defenses in this league or in this division are probably more equipped to steal, steal plays, steal drives. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I uh, do expect but you can never be... you can never
0: count out Russell Wilson. That. That's that's the thing. Like he. Well, the,
1: the the Vikings did it. They stole a drive. They went up and scored, mm. and they should have won.
0: I just get this feeling that like if uh, if you're a team playing against Seattle and you're playing against Russell Wilson. Uh, you can score touchdowns on eight out of nine drives and Wilson will find a way to score nine out of nine. He, he, just, he just has this feel for exactly what it is that he needs to be doing in order to get wins. And it doesn't matter what else is around him, whether it's been a bad wide receiving core throughout the course of his career, whether it's now this subpar defense. like He just always seems to, to know what he needs to turn on. The... I,
1: I listened to the... Uh... Russell Wilson podcast that he only started like last week. Interesting. I was speaking to Ken Griffey Jr., but before that, he was speaking about the Minnesota game, and he said that DK Metcalf was probably the best player, best wide receiver since since Moss. And wow. I was thinking about because we when we so when we first started this podcast, I was like one of the first conversations we had was about the draft, mm-hmm. and when we did the mock draft we had dk metcalf going to the jags, jags at, at number seven se- seven or or the Bills at nine mm. or even the jets at six or four or something yeah. like he was so highly rated and i remember saying that i watched the old miss alabama game that almost won and he was amazing mm. and i don't know like he went to the last pick of the second round and he hasn't done anything different to what he does at Ole Miss. He's just running, turning—not necessarily turning on a dime—but yeah, not, not turning fast. But he's big dead. enough to like juke yeah. players out, and they're scared to tackle him. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's similar with the Derrick Henry thing. It's like you gain a half a yard of space because you don't want to, the other defender doesn't yeah. want to get memed. Yeah, because like he, he
0: has momentum on his side because he is so big.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so like if he's already got up a full head of steam, like much like Derek Henry, it's like he's maybe a little bit slower at building up that speed and he's slower at stopping. But that bit in between, where he's like just like a bowling ball, like bang. He's, he just builds up this momentum and flies through folk. Um and he can go up and get it. He's got good hands. He's uh he's a freak. Yeah. And, and week- I, I apologize for ever if I ever had any doubts of
1: him. Yeah, Which I didn't really, but it just said he was kind of slow at turning around. Yeah, and then you watch them do the three-point, three-cone drill, and it's like, he's faster than we are. Yeah. Especially right <laughs> now. All this, this fat sofa watching, telling these players that they can't run. Um, plenty going on there. The, the DK Metcalfing, he's, he's ridiculous, and it's scary that he's learned that lesson from week five mm. so early in his career. You know, they're trying to walk into the end zone, getting it knocked out of his hands. Yeah. Like, even Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll said, like, we couldn't teach him that. That mm-hmm. was a lesson he had to learn himself. Yeah. And now he's learned it. Mm-hmm. Two hands yeah, on yeah. the ball, jumping in way. the end zone. He's going to score so many points. Yeah. Um, But Cardinals are frisky. Rams blowing, are steady. Blowing a little hot
0: and cold, though. Like, um, yeah. Watch that game yeah. the other day. Buddha Baker was lights out. we mentioned him twice already. He's... Playing very, very well. Um are you impressed with Kyler or is his rushing ability kind of masking his passing again?
1: Um it's definitely masking.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think He only completed nine passes in that blowout against the Cowboys. Nine passes. I know. One of them way. was like an
1: 80-yard bomb to Christian Kirk. I I was saying this to you yesterday about how I feel about Baker just now, and it's it's that 4-2 speed that Kyler has is getting him out of so much trouble mm-hmm. It's the kind of trouble that Josh Rosen couldn't get out of. Kind of trouble that Baker isn't getting out of just now. Yeah. Um, and it makes a difference. And if you have that escapability, then you can make easy throws, just like we saw with Tua at the end of the Dolphins game. But it's like, is that enough? Like, they're not necessarily building... The team around him, like the Ravens, are Mm -hmm. so is is it enough to be like Kyler's got it and it's there's no question. I know. I think
0: the team maybe still has a bit of work to do in this offensive line.
1: Um, I don't think there's enough offensive line players to go around all the teams. No, not at the moment. Like
0: everyone could do with a better offensive line, effectively. Uh, the, The Rams, like what's what's going on with them as well, like. For, for the first few weeks what's of the season, we're like, that? they looked, looked at Texas What what's the deal with the <laughs> Los Angeles Rams? Uh, and then they just go and really kind of lay an egg this week. And, and you look over at San Francisco, and then you just say, like, well, were injuries really their only pro- only problem? And with them getting healthy, actually, that's that's a question, can the 49ers still make a run at this division at 3-3? Three and three? Depends
1: on how many of the NFC teams they play. <laughs> uh, they have played the Giants, one of the teams? and Washington. No, I don't know. Don't know. No, don't, don't, know. don't. They don't. still have to play a couple of teams in the NFC. Yes, they can. Um, they can um, run the table. They can come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Caraplo was good. Okay. Yeah, looks he, he was good, but yeah, he wasn't last week. But he was injured, so. Maybe he's fine. Maybe we're all overreacting and Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing. He was
0: definitely throwing a lot better than he was in that previous week where they had so many problems against the Dolphins. Um, Came back, looked sharp. 49ers looked just like they did last season again. Uh, They're missing Raheem Mostert now. He might be going on IR for a bit, potentially. Uh, so you're probably going to see more of Jared McKinnon, and there's a Jamichael Hasty, I think, is the other one as well. Uh, Hasty by name. I uh, do not think he was that Hasty by nature? But um, okay. see how he goes. Um, but yeah, certainly like the most competitive division in the league, I would say, probably by a long way. Uh, and then we'll move on to the the NFC North, which is. Uh, Man. Like are are the Bears really a five and one team or are they like last season's Green Bay Packers?
1: I'm like, gonna say they they're, not as
0: good as the record.
1: I'm going to be very simple. I'm gonna say they're a five and one team because the most important thing is to win call and they've won five games. Mm-hmm. And Nick Foles is like, I think mean, they were lucky to win the games that Trubisky kept throwing the ball away on. Yeah. Um, especially with uh, just not having the weapons, like I mean, think was a period in the first couple of games where like Anthony Miller didn't touch the ball and then Tweet Cohen went down. It's like, okay, well this is over. But then Fowles is hitting Robinson, he's hitting um hitting Graham. Yeah.
0: He's, but like he's hitting them
1: but not like effectively. It's like oh just
0: enough when it like doesn't really matter, but it's enough to get you a field goal or something like that. They're not an effective offense at the moment. They're one of the lowest scoring teams in the league still.
1: Yeah. The, the, there's a good and bad about Nick Fowles and it's the, it's very similar to what Robert Griffin was like in Washington. It's the whole Robert the Griffin. Yeah, Robert D. Griffin. <laughs> I'm gonna stay in in bounds and make the play, as for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And you know, with RG three, it was you need to get out of bounds. You need to slide because once you get hit, you're getting injured. Nick Foles is like the opposite, but the same. It's like he will stay in that pocket. And he'll take that hit. And he will wait until the last second until the player gets as open as he can be to make the throw. And we saw that with the Jags last year where he got injured on that touchdown throw Mm -hmm. where he should probably have thrown the ball away about a second and a half before. Yeah. Because he waited for the route to run. Yeah. But if Foles stays fit and he stays in because Trubisky looked like a buddy... He he was seeing ghosts. Mm -hmm. Same with Arnold. You know, They're seeing ghosts because they're... They could see ghosts sometimes. They've had such a bad time. But Nick Foles doesn't, and that's a difference maker. Foles'
0: mindset is just the same every snap. Yeah. Just like, I can make that.
1: I just need to wait it's for It's very it. soldiers mentality. So yeah. So I'm going to run into the cavalry and just take it. You know, I'm in the vanguard today. Exactly. I might die. Exactly. But I might take out eight guys in the process. Yeah.
0: That's a win. Yeah. Especially if one of them is Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Nice. Nice. Um... Green Bay Packers, was the Tampa Bay blowout a one-off or have Green Bay flattered themselves so far? Uh, otherwise, Rodgers has been flawless, pretty much. I think it was a one-off.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, Bowles schemed the perfect kind of defensive um, you know, attack against Rodgers. It was a lot of um, safety blitzes. and I just don't think Rodgers... Uh, Williams and Jones have been asked to do a lot of blocking and, you know, blitz reading. Yeah. And when you're in a team with Rodgers, you you're don't you not always expected to. But then Rodgers kind of got a bit of the fear. He got a couple of bad hits, and then he threw a couple of interceptions one after the other. And I think he just kind of lost his mojo, and he didn't keep control of his offensive line and his, his running back. So he was getting hit... Mm. the 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 blitz was getting to him, but it wasn't. It was corner blitzes and safety blitzes. It wasn't, you know, defensive tackles that were hitting him. It was, it was giving was him stuff he wasn't expecting to see, which is yeah. sort of rare for him. I think, that, yeah, that and that that
0: defense that they played against the Tampa defense is good. Like yeah. they're they're legit and they are really helping that team, which is like previously been a hindrance. And we we spoken about it before. We saw how young that Tampa defense was, uh, but it's it's coming good. Uh, certainly this season anyway um but yeah no like I, I would agree and like looking at the the Packers schedule coming up so interesting one against the Texans uh next week yeah, she'll win that. yeah then they've got the Vikings then 49ers at home really interesting one there then jaguars then Colts and then they've got the Bears at the end of November so I think it's gonna be a pretty big month for them if they can come out with that i come out with that with like I reckon they can still win four four or five of those. Comfortably.
1: Um, well, the it's not, it's not like the in their division is if they beat Chicago twice, they win the division. Yeah, effectively. That's so, fine. Like, it hardly matters as long as they kind of go even. Yeah, because those two wins are every game. Yeah. And then they beat the Bears. Then, those two wins are essentially three. And the Bears can't beat Rodgers, They were like 17 0 up last year so and yeah. the so before.
0: Almost impossible. And uh, like rounding out that division is there. So you've got the Lions. Uh, do we think that Matt Patricia is already in the hot seat or is he still doing just enough to hold on to that
1: there? I don't think that the Lions ownership team have the uh, motivation or the uh, stomach to fire a coach during the season. So I think Patricia will stay in mm-hmm. until the end. But uh, It's it's similar with the college football. You know, these coaches that come out from under Nick Saban and Bill Belichick just aren't great. Hmm and I don't know what it is it's like they they all think that they can be Belichick really yeah. the, the only
0: one who's like really been effective so far I mean certainly for a time Bill O'Brien took yeah. an underachieving Texans team and Flores has got been... them over the hump a bit but yeah Fl- Brian Flores has been good but so it's, far but it's
1: different with Flores and Patricia because Flores Bel- Belichick like truly just trusted Flores mm-hmm. Flores had that defence mm-hmm. you know in the, the Super Bowl against the Rams that was his defence yeah Belichick just, you know, did the, got him the players he wanted mm-hmm. as the GM. But I don't think Patricia had that much control because mm. I think Steve Belichick was like a defensive coach yeah. and stuff in that, in, well, they, they, in were, they were
0: going team. into They were going into drastically different situations as well, though. Brian Flores went into a team that everyone was expecting to win zero games last season yeah. and made them competitive. Matt Patricia went into a situation uh, in Detroit where they had actually come from like winning records. It's like Jim Caldwell and stuff. It's like they're actually, they were doing Billy quite well. Cooder. And they were they
1: were looking to go, like, take the extra step. And they've regressed. I think getting a defensive coach when you have Stafford and Kerry on Johnson yeah. and Galladay and Marvin yeah. Jones was a terrible idea. Yeah. And he's not, they're not even doing well on the defensive side of the yeah. ball either. They should have given it to Cooter, Billy Bob. Billy Bob. It's actually like, Jim Bob. But... Like, <laughs> Jim Bob. Jim Bob you Jim Bob because when was the last time you saw the lions do like a trick play or a flea flicker or? When was the last time you a, saw the a, lions do anything? Darren, when was
0: the last time you watched even lions highlights?
1: Probably the Kyler Murray game
0: last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably about, probably about the same. <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe see them on Thanksgiving. Um, always. Yeah. And uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Right. So we saw this defense coming. Uh, they're awful. One of the worst in the league. Uh, especially that de- those defensive backs other than Harrison Smith yeah, uh, but in, Harrison oh for. boy that man is upset with his team potential trade candidate right now because they're just looking to blow stuff up there and, offense and, and considering is so how good well. Rhodes has been for Tampa Bay <laughs> yeah weird it <laughs> uh, not, not, wasn't Tampa he's gone elsewhere though has he?
1: no he went to Tampa
0: you sure? I'll look that one up there yeah. um, but yeah and the, the no offense no Colts Thank you, there we go. Uh, Offense has been really volatile and Cousins knows that he's been saying himself that if he keeps playing like that then he won't be the starter for long. Justin Jefferson's great though.
1: Yes, he's a good good pick-up. I I think this is why... Aaron Rodgers pissed off. I think it was really hard to miss on a wide receiver in this draft. And they just somehow did it by not getting one at all. Because <laughs> like, really, that like lavishka Chanel. Hold my beer. Chase Claypool was a second round pick. Justin Jefferson, Ceedee Lamb. I think Judy's been probably the most disappointing in terms of. Well, I mean, he's not had anyone thrown know, to him so far. I know, but like, he just hasn't had the highlight plays yet. Everyone seems to be like, is that one? you totally mossed that Jets cornerback. We don't talk about the Jets oh so they don't count <laughs> yeah, okay fine okay, okay. in that case it's you're like right. When, it's like when Odell scored last year against the Jets like, it doesn't count like, all, all, he hasn't all, scored all a touchdown seen... because that game didn't count okay so
0: all we've seen Jared Judy do is drop the ball a couple of times in that first game fair but, enough and we move on he, he has been the most disappointing so far but I don't necessarily think that's through any fault of his own Maybe. really but we'll see what happens with the Drew Locke and stuff later and we'll get on to
1: them later on anyway yep. um, Kirk Cousins will stay, probably stay the starter because they have to pay him 41 million next year Mm. did they extend him I thought he's on a three year 90 million dollar deal he's on like a two year contract Did they give him a two year extend? it's the Vikings own <laughs> fault
0: to be honest yeah well they're perpetually doing this to themselves but like if this defense is bad enough could they get Trevor Lawrence next year no I, they might get Darnold
1: You could get um, oh, that's, that's true but also I mean like they might not suck that badly Sam Bradford on a tried to get Darnold <laughs> and then, then um, they'll have Jets will have Lawrence, and he'll never be good. Cause what about um, uh,
0: other quarterbacks who are good? Uh, Trey Lance and um, Justin Fields potential there. Oh, but if, think... they're, if they're this bad, they continue to be this bad. It could happen. They could get themselves in that sort of situation and then just cut ties with their uh, cousins.
1: Yeah, I Justin Fields. I don't know. Trey Lance apparently is awesome, but Justin Fields. Trey Lance Fields... is is legit. Justin Fields, I'm not sure about. I've seen him, I've seen him for a while. Mm hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, those ones that transfer because they don't get a start, um, it's always very hit and miss. Like Haskins and stuff. Like Joe Burrow. Yeah. Well, he got two years. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields is coming out after one year's start at Ohio after being a backup in Georgia for like three years. True, true. So it's not going, and then not playing for a year because he transferred. Mm-hmm. So. No, no. Okay. I think they'll stick with cousins. Like if, if um, um, the Vikings can trade, so say the Jets get Lawrence, the Vikings can still win games. Oh my god, poor, poor Trevor Lawrence if he has to go with the Jets. Yeah, yeah. they're not. Um, they're not going to play Sean Mannion. So <laughs> true, it's not happening. True, true, do they, true. Do they get Blake Bortles? <laughs> Imagine uh, no, cousins. Bo- Bo- no, we've got Bortles on no, our practice drawn. squad again oh. So so, oh, are okay, yeah. so there <laughs> yeah, it's just take So you can, that get, so you can get a 7th round pick for when someone tries to get him.
0: Yeah, sure, whatever, I don't know uh, Anyway, moving on, the NFC South um, and your uh, do you say AFC or NFL favourites Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, They've been dealing with a lot of injuries on offence but still holding up alright at 4-2 and, and as we said earlier, that defence has been really, really good
1: Yes, they are really good. Okay. The, the issue is that you can tell that Chris Godwin has absolutely no idea how to play with Tom Brady. It's like really obvious. And Grant Oh, well, he was injured, so he's only just come back. Yeah, but that's it's really obvious. Um, the amount of times Tom Brady, even in a game that they were blowing out, Tom Brady was <laughs> just screaming at, at Godwin. At Godwin. So, well, maybe Tom Brady needs to
0: be the one to adjust, right? That's. Sorry guys, big tyre squeals going on outside, we're a little bit concerned.
1: Yeah. No, it's fine. It's
0: fine. So the no, world doesn't come to an end. No crashing noise at the end of that, so it's fine. We'd have a really good view from here to the end of the world. We're at the end of the world.
1: El Colo <laughs> del Mundo. The bottom of the
0: world. We're at El Colo del Mundo. Sorry mate, on you go. Okay. Um, yeah, so B- Buccaneers... Tom Brady isn't going
1: to change. So everyone else you, Do to
0: you change. honestly think they're that good? Yes.
1: Did you watch the, the game? I still don't think they're that good though. You're gonna show me stats. I don't. Look, I don't no, I'm not. I'm not gonna show I you
0: stats. I want to look at their, their schedule for the next little while. So they got they got the Raiders next. Raiders have been surprising some people. Then they got the Giants. Then they have the Bucks and the, sorry, sorry, the Bucks. sorry, the Saints and then the Panthers Then the Rams and then the Chiefs. They and could lose Chiefs all four games, of those. That
1: Chiefs game is gonna be great.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that Chiefs game. Uh, I reckon the Rams will have their number, and I reckon the Saints should do as well. But we I guess we don't really know what the Saints are yet either. Didn't
1: the Rams just get beat by someone.
0: Yeah, 49ers. But still, like just because they got beat by someone doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna continue losing. But like the, like since you just spoke about the Saints there, like is it panic stations for them? Yes, or I think that Drew Brees
1: is not good enough to win
0: that division. Do you pull Drew Brees? And if you do, who do you put in? They are not
1: pulling Drew Brees.
0: But if Drew Brees had to come out of the lineup, either through poor play or let's say mysterious injury, is it Taysom Hill or is it Jameis Winston?
1: It'll be Hill for two games and then he won't do very well and then it'll be Winston to the end of the season. Uh,
0: I think that that's actually a, a very good way of putting it. I think that they will give but Taysom Hill a shot then they'll realise that he's not quite as if Steve Young?
1: We don't know. He's not really had I don't know. much time under centre.
0: He, like, he took like seven snaps last season.
1: Yeah. And, and they gave him like $17 million. Yeah, but they gave him it as like the number one tight end as well they don't have any the only tight end they've got Jared cook but they throw the ball more to taysom hill i saw a lot of twitter like just absolute vitriol about you know having Jared cook in a two tight end set on like third and two and throwing it to taysom hill Hill. (laughs) it's like that i mean surely Jared cook should be tight end number one in that set
0: if Jared cook's just been told like dude we you're our you're tight end number one but that's making you a decoy in this system it's like you you are clearly the best tight end out there but
1: the tight end in Hill is, the division. yeah
0: he's still a, a real problem give a little bit of love to some tyler higby right there come on man no, no. <laughs> scheme. no. that scheme <laughs> what about ian foster or whatever his name is for the panthers yeah. tyler higby played for the rams I'm
1: not in the same division
0: oh sorry yeah no you're right no oh, my bad my bad uh, what am I even talking about? Uh, I was just because they're, they're, I just, I was looking at the Rams there. My bad. Completely ignore me. Uh, it's, not Ma- it's not Ian Manhurts. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Panthers really giving teams run for their money though. Not perfect, but still pretty balanced. Even without McCaffrey in the lineup, could they end up above the Saints in this division yes, at the end? Yes, because they start to play each other twice. Indeed, they do. Um, like, so do do you think that like, is it just? balance there is like the defence is good enough
1: and the offence is good enough. Uh. I think the Panthers they've surprised people on defence. I don't think mm-hmm. they, they Derek really, Brown's been good recently. Yeah, I He's don't think they up. expected to be this good but then they've still got you know like Brian Burns has been good. hmm And they got their other the other uh first round pick who was injured back as well. His name is Peter Grossmatos? It's completely gone. I'm, I'm not
0: looking at stuff here, Darren. <laughs> I thought you were helping me. That's fine. No, no,
1: I'm not helping you.
0: Why would I ever help you? <laughs> I, I help you all the time by doing all of the things. Is that not enough? <laughs> good lord. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not looking through that. But um, yeah, so they're they're looking good, and I mean, unfortunately, it does look like McCaffrey is going to be out for even a little bit longer. if There's Talk of it being up till week nine at the moment, which is not ideal for one of my fantasy leagues. But um,
1: but, but but mine, Mike
0: it. Davis has been really playing very well instead.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely playing on um, everyone's kind of belief that you don't need a running back. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> um, he's, he's,
0: he's good. Like, it's he's, he's, he's maybe part of the system, but he's, he's not looking too out of place there. Okay, he's no Christian McCaffrey, but... Doing good things?
1: No. What? I need McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, well, it certainly helps. But um... I don't think Mike Davis has the 80-yard run in him. Um, and I don't. I think they need... I think it's good to see that he's there because it means they can rotate a bit more. Yeah. Because I think a lot of McCaffrey's... Spell McCaffrey a bit. Yeah, I think a lot of McCaffrey's bangs come at the end of plays. You know, he yeah. does... Take a lot of fights a lot of stress, and he does fight for every yard. So, keep, being able to give him a rest on first down and use you know Davis as a decoy, or at least as you know, Just a three-four, yeah, as a buffer, gives McCaffrey a bit of extra time to rest mm. and come back. And I, I do wonder if um, you know it's a sprained ankle. It wasn't yeah. a torn ankle or anything. So I wonder if Mike Davis had been a bit and and or whatever, his name was, had been a bit poor, then they might have kind of rush McCaffrey back a bit quicker mm-hmm. but you know they've, they've got a competitive record and only one off the league please. sorry division lead so could happen uh, Robbie Fal- Anderson and DJ Moore have been good though. oh yeah Robbie Anderson's been really Excellent. really good worth the money so far yeah which is saying yeah. something the Jets yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Falcons finally got rid of Dan Quinn and all of a sudden they're a Super Bowl team uh, the defence is playing better and the offence continues to click and uh, did you see that Matt Ryan TD to Julio Jones where he sort of runs out left and he's like, oh, it looks like he's going to be going for the line and then he pulls up and just flicks it over at Julio. Oh, and he's he's really good line. at doing that. Oh,
1: oh it, was it was lovely. I've done that a few times. It was real cute. A little uh, think so for the offensive line. The of it. Yeah, it was a dime. Yeah, it was lovely. But, um,
0: yeah, like, they have been, to this point, terrible on defence. They have been really good on offence for some of the time. And... Um, like they just happened to put it all together against the Vikings last week, but that was the Vikings, so, I don't know, do you think that the Falcons can, well, like, I think it, you can't just say that they're not a threat to anyone. I think on any given week, they're a threat to be the best offence in the league, but they're also a threat to be the team that just throws something garbage. away. Yeah, they're just yep. so, so, so bad. He's thinking. How good are they? How are the Falcons? Come down. But well, they're not
1: good are they? they're they one in five.
0: And... Yeah, but but one of there's one in five is that a bad reflection or is that like is that is one in five what this team are right now?
1: Probably or should wrong, they be better. Than but that? yeah. It's a reflection on the players as well. But it's <laughs> the issue with the NFL is you don't know how much is you know will and how much is just terrible play column because it's like that soldier mentality, like they just run the sets. So if the coach gives a bad play call then they just run into the into the cavalry you know they don't mm. there's not really much room to adjust um i probably i, I, I assume that Matt Ryan singing why the hell am i throwing on first down when we have a 28 free lead in the super bowl Oh, but, boy but they, and they were in field goal range yes, do not get but, me started down God, I still they, flashbacks but they they do it cuz that's how Kyle uh, Shanahan. That's, that's how American football is. Mm-hmm. So, how much of this is them giving up, and how much of it is just terrible play calling from the, the coaching staff? Because mm. the you... defense has been really bad. Like the defense has been like un uncom- like non-competitive. Like, is that because they gave up? Because mm. it's really easy to give up. Like if Dan Quinn's coming in, like you get to a point with people where it's like, I hate you. It's just, it's just <laughs> constantly, like, you can't... Oh, even man. if they make a, say something good, it's like, I can't, no, I'm, I'm out because nah, I done. hate you. Yep. I broke my wrist last season because you made me run into <laughs> Mark, yeah. this tight end, I shouldn't have marked, so I hate you. Like, it just seemed like the team gave up on Quinn. Yeah. And he had that loser vibe, kind of like Garrett had. It was
0: very hard to shake. Uh, are you one of these idiots that says that they should be trading Matt
1: Ryan? No, no. Not Matt Ryan's... Uh, thirty-four or something.
0: Yeah, he's, right. he's thirty-five. He's still good. He's got a big contract, so you can't trade him. uh People are also talking about trading Julio Jones. uh Probably slightly more tradable, but I mean, I no. don't think that's people a good idea. To the Vikings, no, no, exactly. They're not far. Like, you don't get they're still very capable in offense.
1: So we're going to trade Julio Jones. They had to do it last year when they could have got Chenault or Jefferson or mm. Judy or Lamb like straight away. Mm. You don't get that kind of talent that quickly. No. Well, this talks like oh, if anyone's going to go for it, it should be Green Bay. Like
0: <laughs> better late than never. That would be that would be a would, well, be hell of a combination into the oh my God Devontae and he would be know. absolutely insufferable on the Pat McAfee podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll have to get him on to our podcast at some point. Right. I'm sure I'll I'll reach out to Rod and just see if he's busy. Um, anyway, we should probably move on to a different division now. So we by the way we've been going on for about. 45 minutes now, so it's not exactly gonna be your cool crisp 40. Some of that was uh, was dealing with us just sort of um, Just yarning at the beginning and stuff, but which was nice. It was all good. We were talking about whiskey for, for 12 minutes um, So let's let's continue on uh, Let's just do a, a, a joke cut here in case we decide to split it up because we end up taking way too long And then I can always split up into two separate parts. Sure, cool snap
1: cut